Tale of the Manticore. Bonus material. The story so far. Summary of chapters 1 through 10. What follows over the next few minutes is not an episode of Tale of the Manticore, and it will not interfere with the regular release schedule. It's just bonus content, a mini-summary of the last ten chapters, told in the minimum number of words possible. A lot has happened so far, and I find it can be useful to have a little refresher. I'll be releasing these roundup recaps ten episodes at a time. If you're solid with the story, you can skip the content that follows. If you're like me and you find a reminder helpful, then stick around. Before we begin, I just want to say a huge welcome to new listeners of Tale of the Manticore. The show just keeps growing. I'm constantly amazed, and I am so grateful that you've chosen to spend your time with me. Alright, here we go. The story so far, part 1, chapters 1 to 10. We begin the season with a kind of prologue, the adventures of some tomb robbers who discover a crypt. Although they're lifelong friends, one inexplicably murders the other and then seems to enter into some kind of trance. Then we begin the story proper. We meet the ill-fated Gamlin, Tana, Nafia the Small, Flick, and Ratleg. They're all members of a thieves' guild called the Weeping Eyes, based in Camertine's capital city of Silmoral. They plan to execute an ambush intended to discourage anyone from joining their rival guild, the Church. But everything goes wrong, and they become the victims of a trap. All but one are slain. The survivor gives up the location of a Weeping Eyes safe house before he is sent packing. Right from the first episode, expectations are upended, and episode 2 begins with four new player characters. They are Shawnee, Cole, Tamlin, and their leader, Yellowfly. The quartet is off to raid the safe house. They travel to Rull, a farming village located not far from Silmoral, and find the place in question. Their attempt to sneak inside fails, and a guard dog rushes out to attack Cole, who is first through the door. A furious combat ensues between Cole and the animal, almost resulting in his death. Things get worse when the battle is joined by the safe house owner, an ex-member of the City Watch. Finally, on the stairs appears a small nervous man, armed with a crossbow. The PCs win the fight, and the archer surrenders without even having fired his weapon. Meanwhile, outside, Shawnee manages to catch a woman who'd been trying to escape. Before long, she does escape. Somehow, she manages to get hold of a dagger and uses the blade to hold the small man hostage. She stabs him before running off, but miraculously, when the man is inspected, he is completely unharmed. In Chapter 4, the party leaves the safe house with their prize. His name is Phelan Orla. It's night, so on the way home, they stop at the Happy Harpy Inn until morning. Next, we learn how Cole ended up joining the Resistance in Nepul. His brother Krell had turned his back on his own people and become loyal to King Calfrey. Finally, something that looks like the beginnings of a guild war occurs when Gamaluna, a high-ranking church member, is assassinated. In the next chapter, the party arrives back in Silmoral, and Yellowfly visits his boss, who also happens to be the alderman of the ward where the gang makes its home. This is Lord Rabbit, a former rogue in his own right and middle-ranking church member. While Yellowfly is away at the meeting, Tamlin entertains the others with the Parable of Bread, the first parable of Chartoon, who is the patron saint of thieves. Lord Rabbit, it turns out, is pleased with the PC's work and gives them new assignments right away. Shawnee and Phelan, who is to be inducted into their gang, will go off and commit a little arson together, while Yellowfly and Tamlin head off on a separate mission to the Tower of the Watch, wearing official city guard uniforms. Cole is injured and will sit the bench for a while. So for Chapter 6, the party is split. Phelan and Shawnee are on their way to set a fire in an enemy-owned warehouse. 
As they travel, we learn Phelan's backstory. He ran afoul of the royal niece when he proved unable to save the life of her poisoned cat. When they reach their destination, Shawnee leaves Phelan outside the building while she breaks in through a window, but she's not alone. She has two flasks of alchemist's fire to keep her company. In the next chapter, we catch up with Yellowfly and Tamlin, who plan to infiltrate the tower in order to plant a medallion in the captain's office. It's a fairly straightforward frame job that will give the church leverage over both the royal guard and the captain of the city watch. They pass two checkpoints entering the tower without incident, and they're in the middle of their search for the door to the captain's office when we leave them to rejoin Shawnee. She has entered the warehouse, carrying the flasks of Alchemist's fire. Surveying the room, she finds it to be occupied by a member of the Weeping Eye Thieves Guild. She fumbles her attempt to move silently and instead draws the guard's attention. Rather than face her, dagger to sword, Shawnee rashly throws one of the flasks of Alchemist's fire at her enemy. But this turns out to be a terrible mistake. In Chapter 8, we find out why. Shawnee has crit-failed her attack roll and is doused with Alchemist's fire. Immolating, she falls from the loft onto a barrel of water. She's extinguished, but also knocked out cold as a fire rages above her. Yellowfly and Tamlin are doing better, but not well. When they find the captain's office, the door is locked, and they have no way to open it. Shawnee's sacrifice gives them a second chance. The fire from the warehouse all but empties the tower of guards as they rush off to fight it. Yellowfly gains access to the office by going up to the now-abandoned roof. Once inside, he hides the medallion. He also discovers a city map with various locations circled. One of them is the Blue Heron Warehouse. Now that is strange. Unfortunately, Yellowfly has been spotted, but Tamlin is able to interrupt the guard who comes to investigate. Chapter 8 ends with Phelan carrying the unconscious body of Shawnee out of the warehouse to safety. The next chapter opens with the fight between Tamlin and the city guard, Wedrin. It's a fair fight until Yellowfly shows up and tips the scales. They dispatch the guard fairly easily, and then are forced to come up with a ruse to get rid of the body. They fake a drinking accident. They cover the corpse with wine and push it off the roof, hoping nobody will check the body too carefully. On the way back to their home base, Tamlin finds an orphaned key. To him, it is a sign from Chartoon. With their missions over, Yellowfly's gang is sent to Domor to lay low while the heat dies down. In a final scene, we witness the disturbing seduction of Ligo, cleric of Sadal, by his much younger pupil. The tenth and final chapter in this roundup begins with disastrous news for Yellowfly's gang. The messenger they have all been waiting for so eagerly arrives, but her letter bears ill tidings. Everything has gone wrong. The ruse to make the guards murder seemed like an accident has failed. Worse, it has undermined the church and caused a wave of persecution to pass over the poor of Silmoral. Yellowfly is all but certain to receive the Red Dagger, the guild's ultimate goodbye. But fortune provides an alternative. A conversation between two merchants is overheard that reveals the murdered guard, Wedrin, was recently married in secret. Yellowfly knows the bride because she is a spy for the church. Her marriage to the guard is enough to suggest that she has betrayed them. In the final scene, Yellowfly fools her into confessing that betrayal, while Lord Rabbit listens, just out of sight. And it is she, not the PCs, who receives a red dagger.